Welcome to The Future Starts With You, Season 2. We are excited to continue our exploration of career readiness initiatives with the people doing the real work in the field, from the classroom to administrators, industry, and beyond. I'm Jewel Alderson with the San Diego County Office of Education, and we believe career readiness can impact our North Star objective of reducing poverty in our community. We are excited to have you with us today because, like the title says, the future starts with you. Today, we are here at San Marcos High School, and we are in a really exciting space, their future ready space. And I am here with Lisa Stout and Lionel Salisbury, who are instrumental in ensuring students here at San Marcos Unified are ready for the future. And so I'm excited to hear a little bit more about what they have going on. But first, uh, let's start with Lisa. Would you introduce yourself? Tell us uh, a little bit about what brings you to this role. Yes. Well, um, my background is actually a high school counselor. I was a high school counselor for almost 20 years, um, and I, I thought I'd be doing that until I retire, but my next happened to be different, and I, um, I am now the executive director of Project Next. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and we're actually at the school where you were a counselor. Yes. I was a counselor ago. here for yeah, many years. So yeah. it's it's fun to yeah. see roles change, but impact still being able to be made in that same place that you invested in. Yeah, absolutely. Very different role, but same um, goal to impact the lives of students. Perfect. Yeah. All right. And Lionel, what's your role in this work? And uh, a little quick background on what brings you to this yeah, and that, makes you passionate about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I am the career coach here uh, in the Future Center at San Marcos High School. Um, in my past, uh, I was a United States Marine for 22 years, uh, retired from the Marine Corps uh, here in California, uh, settled down in San Marcos, uh, uh, worked a few years at the Army and Navy Academy, which is a all-boys military preparatory college school. <laughs> okay. Are they earning um, college credits then? No, or they're is not. It high school. It's a high school. Okay. Uh, it's a middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. um, and the purpose is to ensure that the the boys have the the guidance to go into college. Oh, perfect. Um, so I was there for for about seven years, and then uh, during my my run for city council here in San Marcos, um, I got to know Lisa, and she showed me this amazing program. And uh, of course, in, in true fashion, things happened and I ended up here. And I'm so very fortunate to be, be here serving as a career coach. I think in education, it's fun because so many people came into education in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the, I talk a little bit about how wiggly our career paths can be, yeah. and it's important to share that with our students, too, because mm -hmm. in, in education, sometimes it's actually the straightest career path because you, like, get yeah. a degree, and then you yes. become a teacher, and then eventually you teach, and then you retire, and that is it. Mm -hmm. um, but even in that, you know, most of us have some different things along the way, and so when we're helping students become future-ready, it's so important for, the, for us to model, like, okay, I came you know, through this way, and you came from a different um, way into this field and into your impact with students. And so there's so much strength in kind of like the diversity of our backgrounds and how we got here. Uh, and so it's always fantastic to have folks who come into education after different walks of life, because it actually models for our students things that they may not have seen otherwise. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So speaking about things they might not have seen otherwise, uh, as uh, I'm looking around this beautiful space, um, we're here at the Future Center and Project Next is a nonprofit organization that serves students in San Marcos district and has got some interesting new projects on the horizon as well. Um, but this is actually originally, if you've ever heard of San Marcos Promise, that was the first um, in entity that this kind of organization was. So mm -hmm. as you've transitioned into Project Next, uh, you've rewritten your mission, your vision, uh, your big belief. And so if we, I'm going to read your big belief mm -hmm. and then I want you to tell me a little bit about how you came to it okay. and what you see that as impact to students. Our big belief, there is no one size fits all path to success. Our kids deserve to know their many options and pursue what works for them. That's why we focus on helping students uncover their strengths and interests and explore all potential avenues before guiding them into real preparation for that next step. So what brought you to this <laughs> big belief um, and, and where do you see it going next? Well, you know, our, our mission is to help students plan and prepare for their future and a future that's best for them. Um, you know, we, we tell students, you know, we celebrate all paths, um, all careers. We need everything to make the world go round. Um, and we want to celebrate that, but we want our students to choose with well-informed intention why they're, why they're making that choice for their next step. And, and that's, um, that's what we do here. And we, when students walk through the door, we have the opportunity to sit with them one-on-one -on -one and spend that time um, to help them figure out their next. And, and that's what we do. And um, we want them to know all of their options. Uh, a lot of students don't know what they don't know. And so mm -hmm. we want to provide that exposure um, and let them choose, again, with, with well-informed intention, um, what their next step is and then how, how to get there. And that's what I, we do. I love that because, you know, we've had a lot of different iterations in education around what our objective is for our students. But the reality is our students should be the ones formulating their own objectives. Um, but we're here mm -hmm. to give them the information they need to make those informed decisions about their future. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, when we came in today, it was lunch. And mm -hmm. I love seeing a space that students feel really comfortable in. And as we walked in, it was mm -hmm. clear Students felt comfortable here. They were, you know, working on projects or talking to each other, enjoying their lunch. Uh, it happens to be Lionel's birthday today. Thank yes. you for giving up uh, some time birthday. on your birthday for the podcast. Thank you. Um, but kids were coming in and, and you know, telling him happy birthday. And so I can tell that this space is really student-centered. Um, and so as we're here, I'm wondering if you can tell me more, Lionel, about what you do here in the space uh, as the future center at San Marcos High. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, a lot of the day is counseling students. Um, I have an appointment set up for the students to make their appointments to come and see me. And I work with students from anything from resume writing, finding a job, discussing what works for them, uh, giving them an assessment, uh, which is called Super Strong, to help them figure out what may be good for them. We do have students that are interested in going to college, but they don't know why they're going to college mm -hmm. or they don't know if their personality fits a particular school that they want to go to or a particular degree program they want to go into. So we get the opportunity to work with the students and help them guide 
to find what's next for them. And then we have students that don't have a clear cut path. They don't come from an environment where education is key. They come from an environment where you graduate high school, you go to work. So we help them find out what's gonna be good for them to get into the job force once they graduate high school. Excellent. That's yeah. so great. When we think about our students, you know, there's a, there's a whole balance too between what they want to do and what skills they need to do them. And so even kids who are interested in college, I think for so many years, it's just been, just get into college, just mm -hmm. go to college. And mm -hmm. I have lots of friends of my own who graduated college and they had no idea what they could do <laughs> uh, with that degree. Mm -hmm. And they maybe even chose a degree that didn't provide them with the skills for their future. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think as you talk about, you know, being thoughtful about resumes and skill building and how they can make those choices, it's, it can be really impactful on their future career. Um, and I think Project Next has a little bit more than just what's in this room. So I wonder if either of you want to share about, um, some of the other projects, initiatives, and things that you have as part of Project Next. Yeah, I wanted to say, you know, the Future Centers are kind of our hub of all of our programming. We, when we came up with the idea of the Future Centers, we we wanted to create a space that was welcoming, like you mentioned, students want to come because once they're in in the door when they walk in, um, our career coaches are are so fabulous with developing rapport and relationships, and the students come back. They bring their friends. They, Lionel got invited to speak to a whole class because these two students really loved how he was able to help them. And so they invited him and asked their teacher if he could come present, which I thought was, it just makes my heart so happy when I hear those stories. Right, and when a student yes. drives a guest speaker yes. in, that's perfect. Yes. Yeah. They, I mean, students vote with their feet and you walk in here and it's packed and that tells me something, but it also tells me that it's about our career coaches and who they are and we can have a beautiful space, but it's not going to get filled unless our career coaches are doing what they're doing and, and they do it so well. And so we're so lucky um, to have Lionel and, and Elisa at Mission Hills and Twin Oaks um, to make those connections with kids because that's what it's all about. What I love about them also is they're on, on school campuses. Um, our partnership with the district is so important because we can meet students where they're at. If we were located down the street, students aren't going to high school students, you know, transportation, whether it be time, they have, you know, jobs and sports and clubs. We're not going to meet all students. I mean, any student can walk through the door at any time of the day before school, after school, at lunch, during class, if the teacher sends them a pass. And so we're able to meet the needs of so many more students by being on the campus. But we can't do that without the partnership of the district. So that's really important. Um, well, tell me more about that. How, uh, yeah. what does your partnership with San Marcos School District look like? Um, well, they provide um, this room for, for us, and um, we were able to um, raise the funds to make it the Future Center. So, um, and then they, you know, allow, we have an MOU with them that allows the, um, the career coaches to work in the, in the Future Centers year-round as well. So we're, we're open during summertime when schools are typically closed, so students can come in and um, get the help that they need, and we'll, we run programming throughout summer as well. So, um, so it's a great partnership, and, and we're able to meet the needs of many more students that way. Um, and I think it's important that, you know, a lot of pro organizations will serve a very targeted group of students, which is great. What I love about what we do at Project Next is we have something for all. Any student can walk through the door and get, get help in a variety of ways. 
Um, but we also have targeted programs um, for certain groups of students. I think that's so important too. I don't hear very many programs that are really looking to help students understand their options right after high school if they're going into employment. Well, CTE often does try to build skills and certifications into their high school experience to better prepare them for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is a really great model and uh, a lot of kids just kind of think maybe their only choices are in like service industry or maybe sales at, you know, (laughs) the grocery or at the stores, you know, but, um, one of the things I talk about a lot is what makes a job a good job and really thinking about, you know, all of those things like, do I get benefits? Do I get vacation and sick leave and all of the things that, you know, we take for granted a lot of times as educators that so many people in our communities don't have access to. Mm-hmm. And so helping, helping them see those companies that are in their community that are hiring, but then also do those companies pay for stackable credentials, pay for additional education if they wanted it? Um, all of those things are, are things I don't think our kids can see unless they're in a program like that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. And what I love about it as well is it's it's true wraparound. Like um, our career coaches work with these students on um, not just that exposure, but also on their personal development, um, leadership skills, um, life skills, as I'll call them. We're, we're using a new program this year that we love called Skills Line, um, teaching them, you know, about resiliency and teamwork and communication and all those important things. We want the companies to know when when a student come a project next student comes, they are prepared. Like they, mm. that means something. You know that they've been part of our our program and, and worked with us. So, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. its own kind of industry recognized certification in a yeah. way. If you're yeah. Kind of stamp of approval has meaning to your partners. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. And then are you, do you have some programs that impact, like, as we think about teachers, students, community, and those being three different areas, where do you see the different areas that you impact within that? From, from being here, from, I, I guess this is frontline um, visibility. Mm-hmm. It's all intertwined. Yeah. So, T- today was a perfect example. I've only been here for a little over a little over a month. Oh, you're new. I'm, I'm new. You're I'm, already so excited. <laughs> killing it. Oh, yeah, I love it here. Wow. Um, but and the kids, uh, you could just tell the kids walk in and they're like excited to say hi, and you are already building really strong relationships for having been here only a month. Absolutely, yeah. and that's I think that's what makes the difference. I had almost every counselor and several teachers come in this morning. Uh, to wish me happy birthday. And I've only been here for a short amount of time. I I read a card from one of the uh, the counselors uh, that said, the impact that you're having on our students is so evident. And that becomes, that's why I think it's full circle because now the teachers are understanding that their students are gonna be better students in the classroom because now they have a focus, they have their next. Mm-hmm. So now they're more motivated to go into classes. I think it helps the community because the students are coming in and they're looking for jobs within the community. And it just all gets intertwined. And it helps to make our San Marcos so much better because now everybody is working together. The teachers are encouraging the students. The students are getting help from Project Next and they're finding their next. 
Excellent. Well, and as you um, already mentioned, you pushed into one of the classes and were able to do uh, some work with students. Then now teachers on campus know that you're a resource, know that you might be someone who can come in and assist on some future ready initiatives or talks or, you know, whatever they're trying to do in their classroom. And so, you know, these are ways to build a community and to kind of take some of the pressure off Mm -hmm. of a teacher who's like, I want to do resume building, but then I have to go and do the lesson planning and figure it out. But there's someone here on campus who can make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. It helps our parents out as well, because if you, if you have a parent, like my parents, my parents didn't go to college. So I didn't have that pathway or that thought process to go to college. But if you have an organization like Project Next, who is able to give that information that we as parents can give, it's it's perfect. It's perfect. And it's just an added assistance to parenting. It's an added assistance to teaching. Well, and I know there's a big community school movement. I don't know uh, what San Marcos's um, status is as community schools, but um, I, there's a large movement to making a campus more than just where you get a high school transcript and diploma, right? And I think this is a great example where you're serving students in a new way and engaging them meaningfully. And, uh, you know, and I know some of the things that I came in and was part of back when it was San Marcos Promise were um, larger events that engage both parents and students together. And so having opportunities to engage a community to help everyone um really see opportunity because you're not just helping the students here, but these students become the next San Marcos, right? And so as they grow up, then they see opportunities, hopefully to give back, um, but also in in our local economy here. Exactly. I was actually going to kind of piggyback off of that and say, we, we like to say that we're the bridge connecting education and industry and community leaders. And I think when I was a counselor, um, and I'm really proud of that. And I, I, there was really nobody doing that work. I mean, nobody in the community, nobody at the district office, nobody here on campus with the bandwidth to do that. And so we, we are able to do that. And so thinking of, you know, teachers and community and students, and when we bring in, um, colleges come on campus all the time, right? Mm -hmm. There was one here when we walked in. Exactly. (laughs) And it's just a thing, right? That's just happens at most high schools. Why isn't it a thing that we bring professionals and businesses on campus just as much. I mean, really, students should be thinking of that first before they figure out what education they're going to need to get to their next. And so we're um, we're doing a lot of that. We are in doing our part to help get the students outside of the school walls, so to speak. And I know CTE does a lot of that, you know, within their programs, but not every student's enrolled in a CTE course and there's lots of restrictions on what they can take and, you know, if they're involved in different programs. And so we want all students to have those opportunities. And so we're working to, um, you know, take students on career next expeditions. We call them next (laughs) expeditions. So they can meet local, you know, professionals and just learn, you know, what is out there. Um, And we're, we're partnering with other nonprofits and organizations as well because, you know, why work in a silo? We're all here to help kids. We should be partnering and communicating and working together. And we started um, uh, working with USD's um, Burnham Morse Center for Real Estate this year. They have a new program called Ready, um, Real Estate Awareness Diversity Initiative. They're trying to diversify their talent pipeline in, in yeah. the real estate field, which is phenomenal. And we so we have students at Mission Hills that are involved in that program. And um, you know we bring the students. 
they bring in the industry and we t the students um, get to go on, they call it dinner at the desk with different um, companies. So they were at Lusardi. We went to Cruzon and Solana Beach. So they're going to be going to another company next week. Um, and it's phenomenal. And these kids are all, you know, from underserved backgrounds and their eyes are just wide open. We even have a student who is an emerging bilingual. He, mm -hmm. you know, he's not super comfortable yet, you know, with his English. So the companies provide a translator for the student. So he's able to participate and it just, oh, that's, oh. it's so awesome. So, well, we often see that as a deficit, but in reality, oh when our students know multiple languages, oh. they, that's a huge asset Such in industry. An asset. And yet we're like, okay, take more and more of these classes <laughs> that, that don't allow you to have a diverse schedule because you have to yep. just take language classes. So, yeah. um, you know, helping them feel that this is also for them is huge. Mm-hmm. So you talked a little bit about other nonprofits, and I think it's not uncommon to have really close partnerships between education and nonprofits, particularly a nonprofit that um, is kind of designed to work with a specific school district or a few mm -hmm. school districts. So I wonder what advice you might have to other organizations looking to do similar work, uh, whether it's, you know, a, a PTA or a community organization or a nonprofit partner with a school Um what advice do you have in kind of giving them ideas on how they can help students find their next? How we approached our partnership here is we, you know, well, being a counselor, I, I knew, I know students, I know, and I know the needs, um, but, you know, we came in as, you know, here, here's who we are. We want to be a resource. We want to be a help. How can we best help you help our students help, you know, and, um, that's kind of how we designed our menu of services based on what the counselors, you know, if they could dream, you know, big, if they could offer the world to their students, what would they want that they just can't do with their caseloads? And so, um, you know, it, our partnerships could look, you know, could look different with, with different districts as we expand. Um, we, I think my advice would be um, just communicate, collaborate. I mean, we we're a resource, but we don't work in a silo. I mean, everybody's trying to do, the same thing and do right by kids and help them. So how did you include students in kind of the creation of this? I mean, they're at the center of your programs, but I think they were also at the start. So tell me a little bit more about how that came to be. Absolutely. Um, so we wanted to design a space that was welcoming and that would draw students in. And so we reached out to the counselors and, and teachers on the sites and asked if they could give us names of students who might be interested in architecture or design. Um, invited them to be part of the the group and we have a volunteer her name's Tiffany English and she's a architect at Qualcomm she's a parent in our district as well and she volunteered her time to work with these students from kind of concept to creation and so they kind of we just said you know dream big if you can create this space um, that would draw your peers in um, what would that look like and what what would we need and so they have lots of thoughts and ideas. You see lots of charging stations, of course, because we have lots of devices. Yeah. Um, the one thing we did not put in here is a coffee shop. They really wanted a coffee shop, but <laughs> Starbucks. Um, but it was really exciting. You know, they um, you know, they had such great ideas. Um, our career closet. Um, we uh, Each center looks very different, but we try to incorporate as much of the student as we can. So students did in here the artwork, the woodshop students cut out the lettering that they wanted your future is promising. Um, Mission Hills, one of um, Shez, um, who was an assistant principal, he's a teacher now, um, made this beautiful wood sign when you walk in. So there's there's pieces of 
um, students or staff within each each of the future centers. And then we, of course, raise the money to make it happen. So lots of um, local community supporters and businesses that helped us fund the future centers with we would not have them without their support, obviously. So they were a huge, huge piece of this, and they are a huge piece of us and who we are, and we couldn't do any of this without our, our supporters and our, um, yeah, our, our community businesses and, and leaders. So we really appreciate everyone for helping us achieve our mission. Corporate social responsibility and philanthropy and mm-hmm. uh, those kinds of partnerships are just so huge in this kind of work because it means that um, the team at Project Next doesn't have to spend all of their time running after money, but instead can really work with students. And so uh, those partnerships are just, you know, hard to imagine. Even if it has a dollar value, uh, it goes so much further than that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, as the podcast is called, The Future Starts With You. And so as we look to the future of Project Next, I wonder what is next for you on this horizon? <laughs> well, our our longer term goal is to expand um, what we're doing to other districts. I mean, if we can impact the lives of more students, we would love to do that. Um, what we've created here, we can replicate. Um, it's just a matter of getting more support to do so. So that's our, our goal. We will be um, expanding to a local district soon. Um, and then from there, who knows? So we're really excited. All right. Uh, and Lionel, <laughs> as this is, I mean, you're only a month in. Yes. <laughs> so it's hard to think next because you're just still in the now. But um, what uh, impact do you hope to make on the future of your students that you're working directly with here? Um, one of the things that I, I focused on when I first stepped foot into the Future Center was making contact, connection with every senior. Mm. That That is my ultimate goal is overreaching. However, um, I think it's highly possible with getting into classrooms, connecting with students, and figuring out how can I help them, mm-hmm. bring them into the Future Center, um, Word of mouth has been extremely helpful. Uh, other students and teachers have been going to students and just letting them know, go down there. And the counselors and the teachers have been extremely helpful with getting the word out. So um, I'm just excited for the future of Project Next. I was one of those students who did not have a focus. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, to the Marine Corps, which saved my life, I believe. Um, I was able to have my eyes open. And now with a program being like this in a high school, it's so beneficial to our students. So I think it's going to be really good for them. Well, I think that all of the things you're talking about on the horizon are really exciting and extremely impactful. So thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. And I look forward to keeping an eye out to see what's next. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you have questions about this episode, career readiness in general, or would be interested in being a guest on the podcast, check out the show notes. We would love to hear from you. Keep up the good work until next time, because as you know, the future starts with you.